right. And welcome to Maguyu Radio. I am Mr. John. And right over there, right across the table from me, it is the one and only, the priceless, Artie Magoo. Hi. How's it going? Priceless. Oh, yeah. Priceless, but I got to tell you, my, my stomach is still jumping. We... <laughs> We went out to lunch and uh, and which just, we don't do very often. No, we don't, and it was kind of nice. And Special we, occasion, not really. I mean, <laughs> no, the, the occasion was that we actually had time. <laughs> so we went out to lunch and we went to this awful place. It was new. We thought we'd be a little daring, try something new. Yeah, we're regretting it now. Yeah, I'm not going to be so daring next time. <laughs> that was. A drippy, greasy, buttery, salty, gross <laughs> mess. One more adjective. It Vile. Needs one more. Okay. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> it's really gross. It's here in Paso Robles, California. If you want to know places no. to eat, we can give you a lot of places that are very good around here. But that is not one of them. Yeah, we won't we won't be headed back there, I guess. And the restaurant that used to be there was mm, one of my good. favorites. Absolutely one of my favorites. A friend of mine owned it, and it was just brilliant. And then it changed to this disgusting thing. One, one more. One more adjective. Oh, oh. Disappointing? Disappointing. <laughs> Stomach churning. <laughs> bile-inducing. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Okay, one less. Oh, okay, sorry. Oy, that was a little, little much. That okay. was over the line. It's nice to be back here and doing this. Yeah, and it's it's a it's lovely outside. It's very rainy. Finally, yay! Finally, we it's like we've been waiting for that for so long for the for the rain to get here and to get some some weather, some sweater weather. The campus is oh. covered with puddles, and it's a I sight to it. behold. I love it. Kids running and jumping in puddles everywhere. Book bags, book bag, bag, pack packs. Dang it! <laughs> pack, pack bags. <laughs> Bagpacks. <laughs> what are those things those kids wear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. To to me in my head, it's a bunch of kids with with uh, their books and like that belt and with the with it slung over their shoulder, like Pinocchio. Yeah. carried. Wow. When did you go to school? Yeah, I know. I know. It's it, sometimes the vision of what I have that that kids do it, it crosses with like the Andy Griffith show at mm, some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where that is, but that that that's what's going through my head. So yeah, is it black and white when you look out that window at, at campus? <laughs> no, it's vibrant. <laughs> it is. It's like very bright, almost neon. It's so bright. So you and I were had a, a quite the November here, mm-hmm. and we have a few more days left in November. Um, but it was it was just crazy. Yeah. You know, we had rehearsals because you and I are going to be performing this weekend. <gasps> That's right. In uh, Sing Noel over yep. at, uh, at our church building in, in Atascadero. So we get to, to sing uh, holiday songs. And you and I sing a, a solo or duet. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm in denial still. I keep thinking it's not going to happen. Like, I will get sick right before it or something. <laughs> I don't know why. Is, are are of... you hoping it or are you willing it? Maybe a little both. Wow. I know. Yeah, a lady in the choir said, I told you, I, I told your mom how great you're doing in the choir with your solo, and she didn't have any idea what I was talking about. Do you didn't tell <laughs> your mother you're singing a solo? And I said, nope, <laughs> I really didn't. I didn't tell anybody. Like, Is it a secret? I'm like, uh-huh. 
<laughs> so the secret's out now. Oh. If you want to come see us perform and get in the Christmas spirit, yeah, show up at Ramona Road, yeah, 2600, 2600 Ramona Road in Atascadero. That's Friday right. Friday and Saturday only. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. <laughs> and then we're out. No, it's done. They're it's not going to kick us out or anything. But Well, they might. I mean, if Friday hasn't happened yet. That's, oh, that's that, true. We still have that performance. So yeah, lots of practices and we've learned lots of new songs. I It's been fun. Yeah. It's uh, I love being able to sing with with people and and have everybody share their talents. It's always yeah. so much fun. So we have that going on. We were on a we took a vacation um, and a work trip. So to to, to me it was a, a quite the work trip to Orlando, and then uh, we come back and it's Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then you had a class last week. Yeah, a couple of days after we got back. It Crazy. was fabulous. I feel like the students did really well. I expect a lot out of them and they they surpassed my expectations, really. I actually thought I was going to be walking into, uh, I don't know, there's always a, a, an expectation with these cookies and when I came in to bring lunch and to check out things at the end of the day to help clean up and stuff, I walked in and I didn't see one train wreck. Not no, one no. cookie that was that was off. Yeah, and some people it was their second time decorating. We didn't have any first timers, wow. but some were second timers, which is you know. And that was, was one amazing. of your advanced classes, right? It was an advanced. Yeah, um, there was some of. I heard this curse you, Artie Magoo, literally during <laughs> class. But did, did, did you say um, I'm right here? <laughs> I'm. You know, you got to push people a little, challenge them. But of course, yeah, everybody's cookies turned out really, really. They are so beautiful. Very cool. So that's fun. And you have another class coming up on... Yeah, uh, the, the 15th, December okay. 15th. It's an intermediate. It's going to be a Christmas Candyland gingerbread style. It's going to be oh, really colorful and cute. Very cool. And so uh, uh, do you have pictures for that yet? No, I don't. Post? They're all oh. in my head. Yes. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what you're going to do. That's going to be cool. So, uh, so I got to tell you, it's been a couple of weeks. And we have some really, ooh, some really great cookie news. Oh boy! To get to, where's the rooster? Oh, okay. He never misses. Just, just, just making sure. Just making sure that he's still there and doing his job. I mean, come on. So, um, so first, I, 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 I want to throw a little bit of sports at you with this well, one. No sports in cookie news. Oh, but, but there is. See, oh, check boy. this out. So um, the Duke, the head coach of, uh, of Duke football, um, it's David Cutcliffe. And, uh, and so their team typically isn't a football powerhouse, Duke. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, when you think of Duke, you think basketball. That's a basketball school. Yeah, I think of all the sportings. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but you know that there is a football and a basketball. So I know this the is... difference between sports. <laughs> so, uh, so, so the, this Duke coach decided to do something here uh, prior to his press conference. Mm-hmm. In his usual personable mood today at his weekly press conference, so much so, in fact, that he had his grandson, Shivers and Bennett Cutcliffe, hand out some custom cookies <gasps> to the assembled media, thanking them for their wow. continued coverage of the team. And... So, so he's, he is known as a nice guy, like a kind of a 
nice person. Is yeah, like- yeah. He he's he's an older guy. Um, his his little grandsons are are totally cute in their little Duke jerseys, and and they're walking around with the, these are these are sugar cookies, and. I don't. I haven't seen what they look like. Let's let, let's see if they talk about it. The Devils face a motivated Wake Forest club this Saturday. The don't Deeks care. Playing for bowl eligible. Oh, there you go. So, do you see this? It says. Um, they say thank you on the yeah. cookie. Thank you, Duke football coach Cut and Karen. So, um, but there's. There's a little football stencil behind the thank you. Oh, wait, there's a second cookie. Yeah, and then that's the D for Duke. Wow. So I don't know who did them, but they, they look great. And so I just thought that they, that how cool is that? So cute. See, you wouldn't see that happen at USC or <laughs> Notre Dame. <laughs> you know, first of all, there would be about 200 pe- people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I think there are eight for, <laughs> for Duke for this press conference. And there's the cookie right there. Duke is playing to restart some momentum into bowl season. It does carry energy, That's and coach. coaches are immediately going out on the road, and there's a momentum involved in recruiting, and then there's a momentum when you come back. And, and when it comes down to it, they're just going to talk. He's about not going to talk about cookies. No, they're not. Oh like, man, I was hopeful, dude. You should be talking about your cookies, man. <laughs> but Duke, really, they're not a good football team. They they did better than USC this year, though. They're a seven and oh, five overall. Oh, that's good. Yeah, seven and five. It's okay. It's, it's pretty good. So, um, so here you go. So, so that's so that's story number one. Okay, um, story number two. Um, on a more serious note, you guys, I'm sure, are very aware of California and the fire situation that has really just gone ballistic over the past, gosh, couple of months now. Yeah, thank goodness it's done now. The, the rain yeah. helped, and um, a lot of firefighters helped that that situation. That's right. It was in Northern California and Southern California. Yep. Fire- two really big ones. And firefighters came in from different states. They yeah. came up from Mexico. Um, it was really in, incredible the amount of support that, that California needed and mm-hmm. really got from the entire country. It was just sad how many homes were lost and... Um, you know the one up north. That's oh, that's the, the, the biggest p- fire in the history of California now. Oh, the the Paradise Fire. Yes. Is? Wow. Devastating. I yeah. know that that people that we know were posting pictures of family trips up there uh, to drop off their kids at Chico State and whatnot. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they had pictures of right now and what that town looks like, and then pictures of of just a couple of months ago, and it is terrible. Uh, it's awful. Yeah. So, um, so this is uh, this is actually a bit of a feel-good story. Eddie's Bakery in Northwest Fresno is making a special cookie to show support for our neighbor neighbors affected by the recent wildfire devastation in northern and. So that's Eddie's Bakery in mm-hmm. Fresno. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to clarify. Southern California, the store located at Herndon and Cedar. The cookies are in the shape of the state of California, mm-hmm. and there are two hearts on each cookie representing the. Camp Fire in Butte County and the Woolsey Aww. Fire in the Los Angeles and Ventura counties. And uh, we did the same thing last year for Houston when the floods hit, mm. and uh, we raised over uh, four thousand dollars for that. And we really are looking to do better than that to uh, double that this year for California for our neighbors. Nice job, Each Eddie's Bakery. Four ninety-five. They will be Isn't on sale through next Friday. Bakery employees say one hundred percent of the sales from these mm. cookies will go directly to Cal Fire. 
who will then pass it on to the fire. When's the last time you heard that? 100%. 100%. Isn't that fantastic? That's great. Yeah. The, wow. Way to go, Eddie's Bakery in Fresno. Um, we will definitely visit there when we go through Fresno. We do actually travel to Fresno a few times a year, and uh, uh, I just I love that story. And like you said, 100%. Yeah, that's great. So this last story that I've got for you, um, this is from Great Day St. Louis. Mm. Yeah, their morning show, On the Road. Hello, welcome back. We are on day two of our On the Road Week 2, featuring St. Charles Christmas traditions, and we want to highlight another old-time tradition, okay. a trip to the soda shop. Gotta love the soda shop. Did Now, have you ever gone into an old-timey soda shop? Yes. Like, I, oh, actually, we did when we were on vacation yeah. a few years ago. But, like, when you were a kid, did you ever, did you have one, like, close to you? Um, Not really. Not, like, not that it's, like, really old. You know, like, the actual vintage type place yeah where they 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 make like the sodas on the tap and stuff yeah and have the pharmacy right there and the yeah dry goods oh (laughs) yeah so you so you can get your prescriptions and then have a have an ice cream soda phosphate isn't that what they were called (laughs) an egg cream (laughs) all right so back to uh great day uh uh st louis Talk about the sweetest, and I mean that literally, the sweetest gig in town. I am joining you from Little... Okay, literally? Is it? I mean, is it literally? I mean, if there is a sugar plant there, then that might be literally the sweetest gig. You know, I'm okay with that use of literally. Yeah. A lot of uses of literally, I'm not okay with because it's not literal, but that was, you know... I agree. It was a little hyperbole mixed with, you know, but that's okay. At least it's it made sense. Lowe's, and I am with one of the co-owners of Little Lowe's, Jackie. Jackie! Congratulations on having a new business in St. Charles. Thanks. We're really excited about it. And for some people who might recognize you, what else do do you co-own in town? Yeah, so we own Little O's Soda Shop and also Sugarbot Sweet Shop, which is at Jackson and Fifth Street. Yeah! Jackie! Jackie! And here, I'll I'll continue. And now that you are at Little O's... This has been around for a few years on Main Street. What exactly is Little O's? Yeah, so Little O's is a working old-time soda fountain. So we have phosphate. phosphate. Ah, there you go. <laughs> We've got world-famous gooey butter. And then what? we're working now that we what? own it. We'll- I don't know what gooey world- butter is. Yeah. It looked like some sort of taffy wonderful fudgy gooey, gooey wonderful. I'm literally dead. See, that's incorrect. I'm not literally dead. <laughs> Collaborate with Sugarbot to actually add some more things into the mix as well. I have to stop you right off the bat because you say the word phosphate. I really don't know go. what that is, and I sure didn't know it's ever anything I wanted in soda. You're find what out. is a phosphate? Yeah, so phosphate can be one of two things. It's either a handmade soda, but for it to be a phosphate, it has phosphoric acid added into it, which gives it sort of like a tart, almost like a bitter kind of flavor, but it just gives the flavor a sharper edge. Allie, the general manager of Little O's, is going to whip up a phosphate. Now she does that. What exactly is she doing? To do the phosphate, first you go ahead and add whatever syrup you want in the flavor. And then you add the ice. 
And then from there, we put the carbonation um, over top. That and looks then good, to man. get it to be yeah, a true does. phosphate and not just a hemo soda, so it good. gets a dash of the phosphoric acid ah. over the top. You have me sold. In I mean, okay, this phosphoric acid, that phosphoric acid that she's going to put on the top there, that does look like something out of, that, like the bottle is, yeah. is very turn of the century, uh, something you'd find on like Main Street USA. Yeah, anything could be in that thing. Yeah, that there should be a, a <laughs> one of those bicycles with a big huge wheel and the little wheel at the back going down the street mm, while yeah. she's making this. Definitely. Something that's really cool is you guys are going to totally change. That was the smallest amount of, of phosphoric, I can't even say it. Phosphoric, phosphoric acid, acid that I've ever ever seen. Like You've seen a lot of phosphoric acid? Well, it, it, there were in the clip before. Then it looked like a little gulp, like a little bloop that went in there. There was barely, barely a drip. Come on, that's not very phosphatey. So even no. if someone has been in here before, give it a few weeks. It's going to look different. What are you guys Absolutely. doing? Absolutely, we're working really hard to make it visually fit in on Main Street to be oh. both visually and in what we sell a true old time soda fountain. Very cool. So soon you'll see the vinyl booths go away. We'll have um, the wooden booths like it would have been in the 20s. Yes. We'll start doing hmm. cake by the slice. We'll start incorporating a little bit more of what Sugarbot does into the business down here. We've already worked on incorporating some of the things like the sugar cookies and that kind of thing down at Sugarbot. We <laughs> will have the decorated sugar cookies down here for the holidays. Our custom nice. ice creams, which are made by Ronnie's out in Webster Groves, he works with us to incorporate things that we do already. So for instance, our cinnamon snickerdoodle ice cream has crushed up snickerdoodles so from Sugarbot. Our cookie dough ice cream has the eggless heat treated edible cookie yes. dough from mm -hmm. Sugarbot. So we've done a lot to kind of mix stuff in so that people know that it's custom. It's just for us and it's all being made handmade. I like their font. Day, it looks like St. my Louis. font. I say yeah. today is a sweet oh. day, St. Louis. So good. Yeah. I am uh, not fascinating. So good. So that's Jackie. Jackie. She's so great. And um she's rad. If you've gone to Cookie the past two cookie cons, she's been to both the past two. I mm -hmm. think that's where we met her was that one uh not the last one, but the time before that. Yeah. Um Sugar Bot. Yeah. And she's she's just somebody who's who is very fun to be with, who is a great conversationalist, and I just I love being with her. I think she's great. Yeah. And um and you wanna you want to talk about uh, what's happening here pretty soon? Well, I get to see her yeah. in the next couple months, which is exciting, and not a cookie con, which is not usual. Yeah, you get to to see her at uh, the the next Magoo. <gasps> Mr. John is doing a little. I know. Hey, just just throwing it out there. Wow. You know, it's a special guest <laughs> who was just featured on Good Day, Good Day, St. Louis. Louis. So awesome. That's exciting. That's really cool. Oh, so good. So um, we are going to take a break. And on the other side of the break, I get to have a bit of a conversation with a friend of mine who at times can be my arch ne nemesis. Mm. And that's, uh, that's going to be Monica Holbert. So stick around. We'll be right back after this. And welcome back to Magoo U Radio. I am here with Monica Holbert, one of my favorite cookiers, one of my, uh, I, I think, uh, kindred spirits. Yes. Uh, absolutely. I, 
there are there are cookiers that I've that I've bonded with and that I've been able to talk to and have some great conversations with and the cookie world is just full of people like that that are just awesome. But then there's there's you and I and we have a bit of a connection. It was a rough start, but it's gotten <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the the start uh was was a little different. So uh, t- please share that story. Share it. So was it second cookie con? The first one in Salt Lake City? Yes. Or it, no, the, sec- the first one at the new location in Salt Lake City. The yeah. big, first big one. And there were people all over the place. And it was the and first one that I went to. Yes, because you were not the first one. No, I went I went to the second one and was, was with Liz for And for you support guys were doing out. all sorts of crazy stuff and yeah. parties. And because Magoo, you had just started. Mm-hmm. And so you guys had the booth and the photo thing set up. And you were running around like crazy, and it was the end of the night, and I'm sure you two were exhausted, and you happened to be in the room next door to mine. And my husband called me on the phone, and my roommate was asleep. My two roommates were asleep, so I stepped out into the hall to talk to my husband, and I guess I was right outside of your door. And so it was, I don't know, one or two o'clock in the morning, I can't remember. And all of a sudden, the door creaks open, and I see your very sleepy face, and you just kind of look at me. And you don't say anything. You just shut the door very slowly. And I just kind of was like, oh, crap. I just made Mr. John really mad. So I politely said goodnight to my husband and went to bed. Well, I know that I gave you one of those looks like I give my kids. Like, hey. Oh, it was a very stern, like, what the heck are you doing? I want to be sleeping right now. And I was mortified that I had ruined that because I don't even know that we'd been really introduced or anything. Yet. I don't think like, so yet. I I had met Liz a couple times, but I hadn't officially like introduced myself to you yet. And I was like, great, that's my introduction. <laughs> I woke up Mr. John. He's going to forever hate me now. And this is awesome. And then I think I ran into you in the elevator the next morning or something yeah. and you were just cracking up. You were just like, oh, crap, I just gave <laughs> Cookie Cowgirl a dirty look. <laughs> And you sounded just as mortified as I was yeah. to find me in the hall. Yeah, it was. It, I, I realized, like after I closed the door, like what what the heck am I doing? It's a hotel, and this is not this is not Bailey and Sage out there in the hallway making noise. This I get well, over, it. Wasn't get a party, over it. But I was I was probably loud and on the phone outside of your room. It was justified. But you are right that at CookieCon, I'm spinning around like a Crazy. top. There's so much going on. I'm with Liz doing stuff. I'm over with Mike and Mike and Karen and doing stuff. And there's the booth, and there there are so many different. It, well, it's and like you're a trying to take spin. a lot off Liz too. So yeah. you're taking like making sure she's got all her supplies and setting up for the next class and yeah. getting her lunch and getting her drinks and anything like you are like the Mister Go to like you go around like crazy. I'm the support role, and that's that's my gig. People want to talk with Liz, and people want to want to hang out and ask questions and and have fun. And this is the time to do it. Yeah. So if I that means that I'm running around trying to get a beverage or trying to 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 help maneuver things or you know set up a room or whatever, then so be it. Luckily, but now, but now you're like the second face of the Magoo thing, and now everybody wants to talk to you too. Now, yeah, now, now I have, I have real, I have. You're like the friends. sidekick. You're like yeah. the Artie Magoo sidekick, Mr. John. <laughs> and I've never made a cookie, but I have is, a cookie name, and and I guess I'm part of Cookie Dumb now. You you are officially welcomed into our ranks. Oh, that's awesome! I love, I love that. I I love. Cookie Con and you and I have talked about Comic Con and the Star Wars conventions and and all of those yep. things that 
you and I love, the Disneyana. Like oh, our yeah. our geekdoms really do mesh very well. Yeah. And n- newly discovered game show geekdom. I'm I'm yes. excited about that one. So, yeah, this is going to be we yeah. always find something to talk about. A mutual love for the the buzzer network. It's just <laughs> great. The classic the classic game shows are just hysterical. <laughs> Everything classic is hysterical. Yes. So I so it's it's always funny to see people in their element and to see people enjoying what they do. And I love that about CookieCon. And I love that about about you and your Disneyana. You love you love Disney. You love Star Wars. Yes. So but it's not just like an an average person's oh, I've seen the movies. Like you go a little a little over the top with Star Wars. It's not super fandom, but it's yeah, like my son's entire bedroom is looks like it belongs on Hoth Base. Like we it's all That's white. So we did a faux ice wall with conduit. Um, we, yeah, all the, like we took and took apart posters and framed them to look like windows. <laughs> so he's got like an ad at battle going on outside. His roller shades look like the blast doors for a ship. Oh, so when they're rolled great. down, they look like the, the big metal blast doors. Um, yeah, it's, and it, it was my husband actually, my husband, I think he's living vicariously through my son cause <laughs> he grew up military and couldn't do anything. So um, the opportunity to do this super crazy themed room. And I kept trying to rein him in a little bit. And he's wow. like, no, 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 we got it. He originally wanted to do like carved foam on the wall. And oh, like, and I go, no, I can paint that. We don't need to like <laughs> put carve. Cause I'm like, I think my son was seven when we did this. And I'm going, you have a seven year old with toys and Nerf guns. And we have every Star Wars Nerf gun, by the way, and every awesome. lightsaber. And I'm like, he's he's going to beat the heck out of a styrofoam wall. Like, let's just paint it. <laughs> and so everything was, yeah, I had to read him in a little bit. But um, it was, it's really cool. And they watch the movies and he's, Bert has seen all of the new ones. Um, he's got all the sumsums and all the action figures. Oh, wow. and All the like... The Star Wars stuff is one thing we let him kind of go a little bit crazy with. So this year for Christmas, he got like all the action figures that work with the little Force Link thing. Oh, cool! And he has a ton of the Legos, like wow. all the the old school Legos, and yeah, it's Star Wars. We 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 do a lot of Star Wars. What I love is that it's not just a Star Wars themed room; it's Hoth Star Hoth. Wars themed because that's their favorite. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, my favorite movie yeah. is Empire Strikes Back. I love that movie. His fish tank is even Hoth. Like we got the crash snow yes. speeder with the white rocks and the tauntaun and the <laughs> yeti in white plants in the like fish tank. Yeah. Oh man, it's pretty crazy. That's it's brilliant. Yeah, I love that. And then your I know your other passion is the 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 the, the tiki collectibles. Tiki. Yes. And and it's a there's a there's it's like a pop culture thing. It's yeah, it's um it's coming back. It's got a big revival that's mm-hmm. coming back, which is really cool, but it was all about escapism from the 50s and 60s and all the people that went off to war and they were in, you know, Vietnam and fighting and a lot of the people that were stationed in Hawaii and they were exposed to all these really crazy cultures and then they mm-hmm. came back and they needed that relaxation and getting out of their mind. And that was, you know, foreign and tropical and amazing to them. And so all the people that would set up, you know, little bars in their basements or their backyards with the AstroTurf and the, you know, the Hawaiian shirts and Chinese food was huge (laughs) and like amazing and, and exotic back then. And so you'd go to tiki bars and they would have, you know, sweet and sour chicken. And it was amazingly different than anything. Cause I mean, you were eating 
casseroles made with canned soup and you were eating yeah. meatloafs and pot roasts and you know you come out with like fried rice and sweet and sour and shrimp and people were just blown away and so it's a lot of that kind of stuff and you know and my husband is very much into the history of the that cultural going back into the 50s and the 60s and and it as a as an escapism for him and where it came from and where the origins were and where they pulled their influences from because it's not really like a polynesian thing or a tahitian thing or you know it, it's it's kind of a little bit of everything and it's this made up you know thing that everybody just kind of turned into its own life and it's crazy seeing even we started it hardcore probably back in 2012 after a trip to Hawaii. And even in oh, the great. last like, what is that? Six, seven years, mm-hmm. it's gotten huge and they have conventions and they, they're, I mean, it was funny because the week before the cookie con tickets went on sale and, and everybody was going crazy with the cooking on tickets. There was a tiki convention and the same <laughs> thing happened with their tickets. They sold out and like, a minute and a half. Oh, wow. If you were not already in the queue to buy tickets when they went live, you didn't get them. And it was the first year all three conventions that I know about sold out in the first day. And that never wow. happened. So it's because, and there were like five, 600 people to go to those too. So it's not like a small mm-hmm. underground thing. It's becoming hugely popular. And the art involved is just amazing. Like, I love meeting all the artists and it, it, it geeks me. Like, I, Carl laughs at me because I have all these tiki crushes that are all artists. <laughs> like, I geek out over all the artists. And Carl, when he goes without me, always brings cookies because it's a great icebreaker. Oh, cool. So I make tiki flavored cookies based on the classic drinks that they would be serving what's, in the bars. What's tiki flavor, though? So, like a Mai Tai, which is like orange and almond and a blend of rums and lime. Okay. Or I just did one called a port light, which is passion fruit and lemon with a honey bourbon icing. And these are, are cookie flavors that you They're piece cookie together? flavors based on drinks. Like wow. my husband will make me a cocktail and say, make this into a cookie. Oh, how awesome. And so, and because these are like people that know their stuff. Like it is a hmm. craft to learn how to, it, this isn't TGI Friday's pick a color drink. You know, this <laughs> is like- one. This is these are people that have done their history and they know the proper Dominican, wow. Jamaican, Puerto Rican rum, which ones go in it, white rum, silver rum. I mean, like it is a craft mm. and a skill to learn a properly balanced cocktail. So if I just throw a bunch of stuff in a cookie, people are gonna be like, Yeah, that doesn't taste right. Mm-hmm. So my husband tastes that's the only thing he'll taste test. He's like, Okay, got it. I mean, I went through I think seven recipes trying to get the Mai Tai recipe right because it's such a weird balance of flavors that we had to bake a lot of different batches trying to get that one right. But mm. we've done hot buttered rum is really good. I've done that wow. one a couple of times. And uh, there's a really good coffee one that's got like orange and cinnamon in it. Like a Kahlua type thing? Or? No, it's um, it's like a, it's a dark coffee um, with chocolate. I put a little bit of chocolate in it to boost the coffee flavor. Oh. And then it's got like an orange and cinnamon and lime icing. Wow. So it's a really cool, it's not the typical like creamy coffee that you would think. It's actually like fruit notes with coffee huh, but and it's it, dynamic yeah that's it's, so neat the, the flavors are awesome and i think you, i'm up to 13 tiki recipes wow cookie flavors that i've done so so when's that book coming it's coming i'm nice. right i'm up to 34 recipes yes so i'm to- in total so it's i'm working on it it will be coming soon that's great and well you have such a great chocolate base too that liz liz just swears by your chocolate when she finally tried it 
Yeah. <laughs> when she finally tried it. Like, like were, were you following her with cookies? I gave it to her like a year before she actually opened the container. Oh, great. <laughs> she made me laugh so bad. Yeah, we sent her to her when we first got them all made. I sent out, Sharon and I sent out, I think like 20 to people just to try and get their mm-hmm. opinion. And I, I think it was almost a year later when Liz sent me an email. And she's like, oh, my God, I finally opened your chocolate. It's awesome. Well, like, she, did, she didn't really use a lot of chocolate um, for, for quite a while. Yeah. And then once she started to use yours, she made the, uh, the, the chocolate chipotle recipe. That, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that thing. Something with, that's, that's like a deep char- chocolate but with a little bit of a spicy kick. Oh, man, I'm in. Just don't let it sit in the freezer too long because it gets stronger the longer it sits. Oh, does it really? I made the mistake. Did you try them the year that you were at Cookie Con, the little taste testers? I have yet to do the t- the, the tester uh, s- little panel thing. The first year I did it, I made the chocolate, the Mexican chocolate ones, and I didn't even think about the fact that we were making them like two weeks in advance. Yeah. And so I made everything and and I mean, they were still, you know, fresh and everything, but like the longer those sit, the stronger the, the chipotle comes through. So they, they had a little bit of a kick. I should have toned them down a little bit. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you, you have to tone them down if you're not going to eat them right away. Well, now I, I want to wait. <laughs> I, want, I want that to gel together and to get that, that, that spicy kick. Yeah. It's so good. It, it, it's, and it's different. People don't expect it. And so it's kind of a fun little, just tickles the back of your throat a little bit. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And you can tone a lot of that down with icing, too. So it's a lot of learning oh, how to true. balance. Um your, yeah, if you put like a lot of a, a really good flavor in your icing, you can tone down the spiciness of the cookie. Like I made lavender cookies once that ended up being really soapy because I used too much. Oh, okay. I didn't want to throw them all yeah. away. So I made a really strong lemon icing mm-hmm. and it totally toned down all the soapiness of the lavender. It was great. Oh, wow. And I, I but that, that sweet, salty, sweet, spicy um, combinations are, are really a, a, a feast for the taste buds. Yeah. And it, it, when you're when you're firing off on so many different flavors, it's it really is a treat. I I, I love a, a sweet cookie. I love a just a, a vanilla with or almond or something like that. But when you can combine those a, a little bit, and it's people really get so good. excited when they make yes. a different flavor. Like you yeah. go out, and it's funny because there are so many times I do retreats and stuff, and people do not go beyond vanilla. Hmm. But you let them try it's stuff safe. that has other stuff in it, and they're like, ooh, this is different. And then they do it the next time, and they're like, I bet you won't guess the flavor. Or, you know, yeah. it's like people try and throw their own twist in it, and I love it. But sometimes it's – like, I have a hard time convincing customers to do things outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, it's daring. It's it's scary. And I'm going, but they're really good, I promise. And they're going, well – And you don't know what the rest of the room is going to enjoy. So if people aren't adventurous eaters, and I happen to be, Liz happens to be an yeah. adventurous eater, so you're going to try different things, and and you want your palate to experience those those different tastes. Yeah. But other people don't like that. They want they want sweet when I'm when I'm eating sweet. I they want spicy when they're eating spicy, and that's the way that 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 some people are, and that's cool. But and if you have you a good know. if you have a good go to recipe that's your vanilla or your almond or your lemon. Then that's awesome. Like no I have my vanilla. I have my vanilla recipe. It is awesome. I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. <laughs> I make it all the time. You know, and I forget because I don't eat my cookies hardly ever. So every once in a while, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, here's my vanilla," and I'll try it. And I'm like, "Oh, it's still good. We're we're okay." <laughs> you know. So there's nothing wrong with vanilla, but sometimes yeah. it's really fun to just try something different and see what you think because you never know. Absolutely. 
Well, Monica, thank you so much for sitting here and chatting with me for a little while. It's always sure. great to, to catch up with you and to have a few minutes to, to get away and talk about our geekdoms. It's great. I, anytime. I'm, I'm all for the geek talk. It's fun to see what people are into outside of the little bubble that we're in. <laughs> so it's, it's always fun to, to see what other interests are outside of the cookies. Thank you for the time. And uh, we will be right back with Magoo Radio right after this. All right, and welcome back. Could I have a phosphate, sir? Ah, sure, darling. Double the phosphate. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Magoo U Radio. I am Mr. John, right there, Artie Magoo. I'm Artie. So uh, I I do love Monica. She is a riot. You know what? I realized something very silly. As I was listening to this little chat you had. Yeah. Okay, we. (laughs) I came across a cool little tiki mold oh yeah do you remember that <gasps> oh my gosh do we still have that <laughs> yes no that's what i remembered i was like i saw that cute little tiki mold and i was like oh. it was like a set of four tiki molds for like ice pops and i saw it and i was like oh i need to get that for monica no so way. i did and you were there with me and everything and i was like oh yeah i gotta get this that was before cookie con that's right we got that on a road trip yeah uh, oh my gosh months ago yeah and so I remembered we did not give that to her. So, Monica, if you're listening, <laughs> the next cookie con, be like, so, yo, where's my tiki molds? Um, silly. I, I just remembered that. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah, we have to we have to get that to her. <laughs> yeah, keep an eye on the mailbox. Maybe we'll just send I it. I know. Oh, that's crazy. Silly. She's, she's a riot. Yeah. And so... She was your guest in Maguyu, uh this month in November. November, uh-huh. Such and a great expert lab, yeah. Mm-hmm. It really makes you think um, how to do simple yet high-impact stacked cookies. I It really br- opened my mind. It was so cool. Such a great segment. And we only have a few days left yeah. in the month. So there's still time to get your homework done. Yeah. Um, Some great homeworks being turned in. Yes, the, the, the ruffle. Uh, uh, it's a coffee filter wreath look yeah. and um, a cotton ball stem, which, man, people are nailing it. Yeah. And um, a bouquet with a really pretty texture in the back. It's kind of a romantic, little muted uh, palette. It's really pretty. And it's, it, yeah, it really is uh, high impact. It's it's a very pretty set. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of Suburban new... Suburban Mad Mom just oh. used it for a set for Icing Smiles that she donated Oh, great. Um, but she added snowflakes to it, and it was just like, oh. it looked like, it, oh, it was just beautiful. It was really neat. Wow. Well, you know, we had a uh, a 30% off uh, Maguyu, um subscription available for, um, what was it, Black Friday, and I still haven't taken it down. <gasps> you were just giving Maguyu away. I know. I know. So I am going to keep it up uh, for a couple of more days, and uh, because th- there's been a lot of a lot of interest. Yeah, a lot of a lot new, of new subscribers. Really fun. New members who are anxious to be a part of the community, anxious to be a part of of, of what's going on here, and they're anxious to be a part of twelve days of Christmas. Oh, that's coming up too. Jeez. It's a great time to become a Magoober, so you can take part yeah. in the twelve days giveaway. In order to win. You have to be a member. 
you have to be a member. So because it's uh, our way of saying thank you, you know, yes. so it is specifically for our subscribers and members. So you know, Kim and I were just going over the list. We we, we might maybe on the next podcast we'll uh, <gasps> we'll talk about it a little bit. Okay, but it's pretty massive. You're just all about giving away secrets today. Just, I don't know. I better I'm rein you in. I yeah, know. Just easy, easy, Mr. John. I'm not good on on secrets. I'm just not. So let's uh, let, let's give everybody a chance to to jump in, wet their feet at Magoo U, get your thirty percent off subscription. Just go mm-hmm. to artymagoo.com/slash/subscribe, or go to magooyou.com and you can subscribe. Be part of this great community. Watch all of these great classes. And with an annual membership, you have over four years of classes, designs, techniques that Expert you can pull from. guests. Amazing stuff. Skits. Yeah, all the fun stuff. And you know what's great about it as gift-giving purposes? No shipping, no oh, wrapping. Absolutely. Boom. You're right. You're done. You're right. That's the, that's the gift that keeps on giving every month. And Six it, segments every month. And it's it, there's so much content on there now that you could watch four episodes a month and you will still have stuff to watch at the end of next year. Yeah. It's so great. So um, so there's a lot to pull from. This is a, a wonderful community that you're a part of and these classes are really fantastic. Um, we have homework and you can earn your badges, earn patches, so uh, by doing homework and by participating, you get to earn uh, patches that are mailed to you, and they're those are highly sought after. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that's it for us this week uh, or this episode of Maguyu Radio. And uh, next time we're going to be getting into December and everything that December has to offer. So uh, we will be back soon. And have, have a, a delicious, delicious day. day.